A three-year stint as the iconic René Dumond on Days of Our Lives. A two-year stint playing the second Donna Love on Another World. And she even starred in a syndicated soap opera. These are just some of the things that renowned and iconic actress Felice Sampler was able to add to her resume. Sadly, Felice passed away on July 1st, 2021, at the age of 67. Through these past few days, she has been remembered fondly by her co-workers, friends, family, and other loved ones. It seems that the woman we watched on our screens day in and day out was truly a treasured spirit. We here at The Chat dedicate this episode to the memory of Felice Sampler, and our thoughts are with those that she touched here on Earth in 67 glorious years. May she rest in peace. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. We have so much to discuss here tonight, from soap opera exits that are coming up, to soap opera pay cuts, and even a co-host at The View being out. But before we get into everything, let's talk to our co-host. Alan, how are you? I'm well, Casey. Wonderful. (laughs) Glad to hear it, Alan. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And then, Rodrigo... How you doing? How you doing, Casey? So glad to be employed these days. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Where is my check? Where is I my check? Not. Oh, Lord. And then, Chaz, how are you doing, darling? I'm 55 and fine. How are you? Okay, I'm doing well myself. And then the always lovely, the amazing, the... Man, the myth, the legend, the great and powerful. Tiggs, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine, Casey. I'm doing dandy. I've always got to try and butter up at least one of you during a show. Oh, so. oh I ain't got to be D ain't here yet. So he was like, Tiggs, you'll do. I'm fine. <laughs> it's usually me, so. Yeah, it is usually Alan. So lovely. Isn't she lovely? And that's all I can sing of that because we ain't paying for that. Um, but anyway, Not, we definitely ain't paying for that. But go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> cut his mic off. So, Alan, <laughs> I know that you wanted to talk about first and foremost about some news that you had tweeted out this past week. So go ahead and fill everybody in. What's this news that you tweeted out for maybe the two people who live under a rock and haven't seen it? Well, why not us nickel and diming Michelle Morgan again? There have been big budget cuts to let show. They've been struggling with the budget because of COVID. It's expensive to test all the time. So they aren't giving Michelle what she wants. I've heard maybe she's asking for money. I don't know if I don't know what they offered her, but they definitely didn't offer her outs for any outs. Didn't offer Hunter or Michael Mueller any outs either. So that's why they're gone. So it's a whole mess. Yeah, so it really is a whole mess. So let's touch on Michelle Morgan first, because we definitely have so much to talk about with Young and Restless. So, um, Alan, you know, 
they killed off Hillary because Michelle asked for doubles then. They lost a crap ton of viewers because of it. She comes back, you know, they it took forever to get to the point of her story. But I've really enjoyed the character of Amanda, and I feel like her story is the only interesting one on the show right now. So what are your thoughts with the character what? of Amanda's story direction? Michelle Morgan is the one saving the story because it's kind of a boring mess because a lot of actually I care about Amanda's dead father I never met. Mm-hmm. Is you know, Justin loves doing that type of story. But I do love Amanda. Michelle Morgan did a great job of differentiating her between Hillary and Amanda because they're so different. And that's great because not all actors have that range to make characters different. I like, totally Crafter Howard's characters are all the same. Mm-hmm. But you're totally right because, you know, it's really hard for some of these actors to do just that, to make it believable that they're playing two completely different people. And Michelle does it so effortlessly. Um, and it's been a really simple task for her because she's just that good. Um, Chaz, I know today you were very vocal about the story. Uh, so what are your thoughts on, on Michelle Morgan being nickel and dimed again, as Alan put it? And then what are your thoughts on the character of Amanda right now? Um, I think it's ridiculous that you come back and, you know, that we, here we are in the same situation where we were before. I don't know if exactly the same or whatever, but... You know, anyone asking for a raise in today's working environment, I mean, things are going up, inflation's going, people are going to expect more, you know, exactly for the money that they're doing. And she's not like some side character or reoccurring. She's literally been leading storyline ever since she has been back. And so if someone's asking for a raise, this is not someone who is, you know, that doesn't, like I said, it's not being played on the show. Give them their money. You've already just let go of your main couple on the show because of contract negotiations. And now you're going to let go one of the person that is bringing um, pretty much a, a large audience to to your show. is is ridiculous to me. The most people that still, to this day, from the ratings of YNR that watch the show are African-American women. So why would you risk losing that sector again by letting one of your leading active african-american women off of the show is ridiculous to me the other thing i will say that i've had a problem with the writing for uh, michelle because i think it's far beneath what she's capable of doing um i love what she's done with the character it has nothing to do with her actual as an actress my problem that i've had with the story is exactly what alan just said i do not give a hot damn about what happened to her father back in 1975 or whenever he was supposed to have done it. They could have easily have brought, brought on her family and, as, and we have seen her struggle to find a place in her family, and her powerful family. They, would do, they should have done separate scenes by telling a little bit more backstory, getting just the family by themselves and seeing what they're about and it's how she would integrate into that family. But creating this story, which is basically similar to the the Adam story um, of where he was um, uh, similar to the Adam story of where something happened with this character that was off screen is ridiculous and, it, because we've just seen it before. And again, the audience doesn't care because it's not connected to a character that we knew back then and nor do we care today. So I love her as an actress, give her her money. And it's another, you know, murder investigation involving Newman Enterprises that doesn't make sense. Right. You know, 
Victor's being questioned in these long, drawn-out scenes, and it's like, we just did this with the A.J. Montalvo test, which makes, which made no sense, and this makes no sense. And the thing about it, we didn't care that Adam killed when he was five years old, oh, rocking God. up under that. We didn't care that he killed so-and-so A.J. Montalvo. A.J. Was, was a throwaway character when he was announced at the time. Like, nobody yeah. cared back that time. So why should we care again about somebody that wasn't on the scene on the show that has no connection to anybody else it was just like why are we writing this storyline again when this show has 48 years of history exactly under its belt it's like why do we care about something that doesn't come from those 48 years um when well i should say why do we care when something that doesn't come from the 35 years when it was good (laughs) exactly you're absolutely right and it's just it's frustrating because I know the level of actress that she is. And oh, she, she is a fantastic actress in there. It's it's very similar to them bringing on Michelle Stafford and having her run a hotel for a year and a half with nothing to do and fighting with Abby. It's just like, why are you using this actress in such a manner? Now, I will say that I love that they did bring on a separate family for her. The storyline yes. of how they got here is trash, and I don't like it. It really is. And <laughs> You know, I wouldn't have minded if, you know, she had to defend Sutton. I think that's soapy. But couldn't it have been something involving, like, his political history? Like, maybe he, you know, rigged an election or, you know what I mean? Like, something just tied to that character's bio, what we've already been told, instead of this contrived thing. Because they could have explored the dad issue and the Sutton issue at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. There's so many different things that could have been done with this story versus just saying this killing or this murder. I had to, I honestly had to sit and like go back and like rewatch stuff to try to figure out what the hell we even doing with Sutton, what happened, and it's just... And I don't mind a little mystery in some when new characters come on, but when it's something that is not tied to the actual history of the show, it makes you not really want to care or try to figure it out. Yeah, so it's almost like, like it's almost like they're trying to be the edge of night or something. And you know, you don't know about no edge of night. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those who do, you know, no. Ed Knight would do these big long arcs um, that were very procedural. They would introduce new characters a lot for like six month arcs out of the year, like when they did the storyline, the mansion of the dam or stuff like that. But, you know, that works for an edge of night where that show was always so formulaic, but it doesn't work for the young and the restless. Um, But, you know, Josh Griffith tried to do that on days of our lives. Um, But, you know, it's, that just doesn't work in daytime soaps where that hasn't been their premise since the first day they were on the air. Um, Now, Rodrigo, let's go to you. Uh, our friend to the show at uh, Bree Drew too, who's better known as Town and Country Web Soap, said, "Y'all don't waste Michelle Morgan again. Um, I would have her go to prime time if they don't give her what she is worth." So, Rodrigo, what do you think about fans' reactions? Because many fans feel that way. And then, what do you feel about the character of Amanda at the moment? Um, if they do this shit again to Michelle Morgan, I officially quit this show because I'm not putting up with this shit again. This whole the the first time around it was a big pain in the ass to get her back. You fucked up. You gave her a a parting gift. 
as Mal Young said, some gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a gift. The gift of uh, spit in the face of the fans. That was such a gift. Um, I've never minded the Amanda character. I've, I I like the character a lot. Michelle, again, I put her in that caliber of daytime actors that can play a dual role. Had Hillary and Amanda been on the screen at the same time, it would have been some good shit. But she has definitely differentiated the character because I don't see Hillary at all in Amanda. At all. At, at all. all. No, not that at just, all. That just goes to the power of Michelle Morgan just to make that character her own and not play it the same way as Hillary. Uh, I loved how they brought the family in. I love me some Imani. I think that character yeah. should be explored a little bit more. But knowing this show, you can't have more. You can't have too many black folks on this show because exactly. Uh, Lord, I saw like, a scene today with five black people in the scene. I said, "Oh Lord, that's the most." I've <laughs> I'm ever scared. Seen. <laughs> it's like get yeah. out. I'm like somebody yeah. about to be yeah. shot or something or killed off because I'm afraid because they got five black people on the See, same that's scene. why they got to throw Mariah in. But now Mariah's a lesbian, so the Karens don't feel right. safe anymore. <laughs> but I love, I love that. Fa- I, it started off promising. I thought we were going to be going into a political-type story. Yeah. Uh, I would have loved that. I would have preferred something like that. Not another Newman Enterprise employee from the 70s and 80s did some shit that... I'm like, why y'all get, get Victor involved in this shit? Why? Why? That, Chaz, I think... It, it was it, it, you. It wasn't necessary. It was not necessary. That was a big mistake right there. And now I just don't. Yes, know it was. Know. It was necessary to get Victor. It was necessary to get Eric Braden and Michelle Morgan in scenes together because they are fired. That is the only reason, and it works for me. So shut up. Oh, and like, by the no, way, yes. Yeah, like, so D, I hello. Like <laughs> hey, D. Like, hey, boo boo. Hey, hey, sis. I, I agree. Hi. Um, <laughs> I do. No, Eric Braden is having a blast. Michelle is having a blast. Y'all need to shut up. Okay. I, I agree. Because no, I they, do, they do well. They do well work. They work well together. I'm just like, okay. The, I think the whole premise of this really was to get the two of them together because now I that agree. Amanda and Victor are working together, this story is actually popping off. So I'm like, I. Popping I, off where though? Like, from what? You know what? Okay. You know what would pop off? And I don't want to be giving Victor any more children, but wouldn't it be nice <laughs> if maybe Bruh. Victor was Hillary and Manny's biological? But I'll just hey, say, but do you know that this show I would actually, end? I actually don't <laughs> mind that though. I read that to tell you the truth. Me, at least no, it would have been I, something. It would have been. You talk about letters coming in from Iowa Ooh, that, and Wisconsin. Ooh, the Karens will have a black. They oh, will yes, lose their damn it. mind. Just do it. The fact that Eric and Michelle they work well so well together, I mean, that would make. I I'm not mad at that. Can you imagine Naya walks into Newman Enterprises on a Friday tag, and she's like, "Victor, you better stay away from that girl. You know why you can't go down this road." Because Naya had the affair with Victor, and she. I don't hate this idea. You I know, I mean, it. like, I I love the. I love the family. You know, at first I thought it was grandpa being shady. Now I'm like, I think it's mama being <laughs> shady. For me, I'm trying to figure out which one of the black people killed Amanda and Hillary's daddy because I yeah. know it's one of them. 
Like, yeah. I just feel like, I mean, I'm I'm here for Victor and Amanda. I'm, I'm keeping it honest. And Imani with her little messy ass, like, I oh, love her. I love Imani. So, I love, I love the whole family. I love the whole family. I love the way that they, like, they the whole... I like the way that they integrated the entire family in there because they didn't overwhelm you and inundate you and hit you over the head with it. They came in slowly. It wasn't just, it wasn't it's just a tidal wave and taking the... over. It's, it's the complete the opposite of the Rosales, yeah. Because the they aren't on every day, even though they over now. everything. Right. Yeah. They should be on so, every day. So, I mean, day. just the, the, way that, the way that they did. Because, I mean, let's, let's keep it real. The only thing saving this show is the Amanda storyline and Skyla. And now Skyla is about to be gone. And so then what do you have left? Yes. I mean, I'm glad that Victoria is getting the coochie, her coochie cobwebs knocked off. I've been waiting for this for a long and she time. she and Bergie honestly, have so much chemistry. What else do you have? They really do. I really hope that he is playing them and that he's not sick, that he and Tara are working a con. I think That's they what are. I'm hoping for I yeah, want, I, I think I they're think pulling they are. everybody. I want to keep him. He's, yes. he's one of the best characters on there, and we need to keep him. Yeah, he. I li- I enjoy him. His wife can be killed off, though. I don't like her at all. But no, well, I but think see, they're pulling you know, a con. Now she can go somewhere. See, this is where soap writers need to become the masters again of interjecting some jeopardy into their stories. Doing what Rodrigo said about Naya and Victor, which would make sense because it would be before Victor came to Genoa City. And then doing, no, you know... He was there. Uh, no, it was... Mm, he came no. in 73, I think. No, he Victor came in 1980. And if Michelle... I think Michelle was born in 1970... Nine? Ooh. Wasn't Ooh. she eight? Michelle Morgan is the same as me. She's about to be 35 this month. Don't play on her face. 86. No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but she know. can play like, older, like though. Story. You know, I if like you say... Black We're not going to make her older than Victoria, Casey. But Victoria, at this point, Victoria's birthday... Victoria is 45 years old by this point. I mean... I mean, Adam's supposed to be, um, damn, uh, how old Adam's supposed to be? Adam's supposed to be 19 <laughs> this summer. 19 this August. <laughs> Nick is 42 damn years. Abby is 52 next July. <laughs> but it would be believable that Victor would have had this uh, in the age. Uh, no, because both Victor and Nick were hunting on other people. don't need no more damn children. I'm okay with it. But, but Tiggs, let's I'm get tired. your thoughts. Amanda, I mean, it's it's Amanda soapy, but you man. don't have to give you don't have to give Victor new kids to make this interesting. Yeah, like, All no, you need is half. We have the no, because the even the dynamic with with the kids he got, I don't like that. So, no, he don't well, shoot, it can't be Jax because we know Peter Bergman don't like well, characters well, of other I mean, races well, in the Abbott. If, if, if anything, they can do the same oh. shit. You better say allegedly. Allegedly. There you go. Same shit that I, I suggested they did with um Elena. They want to give um Amanda White Daddy, make him Matt Miller then. Make her Victor's niece. I don't want Victor having no more kids. Okay, and hey. see, I don't hate that either. <laughs> I don't hate that either. Matt Miller's yeah, child. Like I, said, I like the storyline. Black folks on my screen. To me, it's not a retcon story. These are new characters. It's not a retcon story. For me, my opinion. It's not a retcon story. We don't know these people. Yeah, it's only a retcon if you turn... A black man that worked in Newman in the 80s before Neil came along got caught up in some shit and got killed. It makes sense. This isn't like Adam. It's only a retcon if you turn around and make her 
Victor's kid. Yeah, and that just goes and changes the entire trajectory of the show. But, see, but we so still like have a whole ass storyline. Because... I disagree with y'all because we still have a whole ass storyline of about someone that we have no care about whatsoever, like the AJ Montavo story. Well, no, we we created this whole real, thing about when something you really that we don't get care down about. To it, it's, when you really get down to it, it is not about it is yeah, not, not really about, about him. Daddy, it's, it's about, about Amanda. Amanda. Yeah, it's just like AJ Montalvo was about Adam. Nobody gave a fuck about AJ Montalvo. Okay, but that, that 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 facet <laughs> that y'all trying to drive through, the, that's the been missed people, though. The, the only they people that cared that thought it was about AJ Montalvo was on every goddamn day doing storyline. And how the only people that thought that storyline was honestly about AJ Montalvo was the people that weren't watching because it was really about Adam. And about yes, how, but that, we still, but stuff, we still try. But no, I disagree with you. I disagree with you because we had a whole history that they picked somebody from the history and said, "Hey, this is what happened." And for those of us that watched during that time, we know that was some bullshit when it was done. Well, what I'm saying is, is because, that we yeah, have that an entire. That story man. became a retcon the second they said that George died in that car accident. Exactly. Yeah. And, and but what my I, point is is that I we still never thought have... it was about AJ Montalvo. Yeah. I mean, well, obviously, it, it was lost in translation somewhere because you know we knew it was obviously about Adam killing somebody when he was a little kid, but it became about they went wrong it became about that. Alyssa as a front burner character. In my opinion, that's where they went wrong with that story because then yep. they weren't sure what they wanted Alyssa to do. Was she against Adam? Was she with Adam? She shot Chance out of nowhere after not being seen well, for well, yeah, four. Like, they, they, no, and it, it should have been Ray. It should have been Ray. That it should have been. Yeah, yeah it would have made more sense if it should, was. It should have been Faith. Faith should have been. That's what it is. I'm saying it should have been. If anybody was going to be shooting at Adam, it should have been Ray. Trying to kill his ass. You know what? It should have been Faith loading the gun and Ray pulling the trigger. You always, yeah. you know what? You always trying to make one of Nikki's kids killers. I need you to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the that damn problem. You always trying to get that Reed gene up in there killing people. So please stop that. Right. Hey, every damn time. Good friend with the gun, so pass it down. Yeah, like I said, I don't have a problem with the Amanda story because it's a whole new family. We're going to learn something about their past that we don't know. Well, yeah, like, but that's what people. I am intrigued in. But I so see what Kaz like, is saying because if you think of it, it is a retcon involving Victor because it is a retcon by saying this man worked for Newman Enterprises, talked to Victor on multiple occasions, and we're it's also introducing. But we're also But did but but did we see but did we see it on screen though? But did we see it on screen? That's my That's whole what point. A retcon is. It it if we did not see it on screen. Absolutely disagree with you there. It still is a retcon. I don't care if we didn't see it on screen. If it wasn't tied to a character that we saw before previously, if we watched the history and we saw it at that point, then it's a retcon. It didn't happen at that point. Let me ask you this. Was Kindle on All My Children not a retcon of Erica's past? She wasn't a retcon to me. Well, she kind of was, that, but no. It, it was, because Megan Mattaz made that yeah. shit up. She but now, I get what you're saying, too, because I'm kind but, of... You've got to go fence with you, though, because I'm kind of seeing what you're but saying. But it worked. You never knew about the and it, and it's, it worked then with Kendall, yeah, and it's working now with Amanda. So, yeah, like I said, well, yeah, I, I mean, think it's I care working. About I'm the intrigued sister. in the story. I care about the sister. Oh, I care about the mom. I care about the grandpa. 
the only retcon. I think we would have cared about all of them without having them have a story tied to somebody. The only retcon was that Hillary had a twin and that the mama we thought who was the mama wasn't really the mama that. Exactly. Y'all are fighting over the wrong retcon. Yeah, that's it. That was the retcon. Y'all are literally. The mama turned into the white cousin down the street. Right. I'm like, why are we arguing over this when the true retcon was the fact that Hillary had a sister and the, well, I don't want to call her crackhead mom, but you know, the mom wasn't the mom. Wasn't even the mom that Neil was drinking with in the hotel. Exactly. It wasn't even the same mama that Neil was getting tippily with. So I'm like, Y'all are fighting over stuff that kind of doesn't. Yeah, matter. yeah. Like I said, to me yeah. that doesn't matter. Like I said, Michelle's doing a great job. Yeah. She's no, I mean, um, it's just like how we there. bought that Marley had a twin on another world. I mean, no, we didn't. I did. Are you, honey? I bought that story every step. I'm not buying that. tall twin. I am not buying. No. Well, no, I don't buy. Oh, I don't no, buy no, Ellen no, Wheeler that, Peapack twins. No, I'm not about the last year. Not when they brought on Ellen Show Killer Wheeler back. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't count that. No, I think. I think the big. I think with the point. I think everybody, which everybody has made, is that you know Michelle Morgan. Give her her money, and I run like her her I money. Run her her coin. Run her her money. money. Run her her money. So the moral I'm of the story. Sick and tired. <laughs> I'm sick and tired. I'm tired of, of leading the brigade to I'm... get this woman her damn coins. Yeah, run her her ridiculous. bag. If run you think about bag. it, what happens? What happens if she's not on the show? We have now totally lost. Will we still care about her family? No, I mean, I like, I oh, love her family, to be honest with you. But she is the do. head of all of that. So her not being on the show makes no sense. I already know what they're going to do. If they don't pay her money, guess who's going to be right behind the place? Carla Mosley. They already, they setting that up real good. And, and my whole thing is just like, I like Carla Mosley, but she has got mm-hmm. that up. She ain't mm-hmm. she good. She good to be a face filler for a little while. But if they have to replace Michelle, y'all better bring some motherfucking heat. Cause it's no. some heavy. It's like replacing no. Drew. It's hard to do because that's a, such a well. But you that's know, what she role. was. You know, Michelle Morgan was the Victoria Ralph for this modern day version of Y and R. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. who she was as Hillary because how many years after they let Victoria go were they searching for the next black actress? Um, you know, Sophia, Tyra, Nia Peebles, and I mean, we we don't speak of that time, thank you. (laughs) Trying to bring (laughs) Lydia back for two months with Walter Fontelroy as Nate. We don't talk of that time either. No, stop. This is just one of the things, right? If we want to connect Amanda to the history of the show, we got to make her daddy white. Because they ain't like they can connect us to anybody black. Who gonna be a daddy? Damon Porter. So it's like it ain't like it's a plethora of black folks that they can pull from the history of the show to make them um. And they definitely them. won't pull out um Jazz, <laughs> so, her brother. So you know it's like I mean, I don't really understand. They 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 need to do what they need to do and pay her her bag because I'm sorry. Period. Carla Mosley is not Michelle Morgan. And don't yeah, get me wrong, I loved Carla. Carla did a she great. She's great job. as a fill in. Yeah. But yeah. she is not Michelle Morgan. And like, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I, this is the hill I will die on. Carla plays really if well. Michelle wanna pop another baby out? I can deal with Carla for a couple of months. Yeah. As long as Michelle's coming back. Exactly. Yeah. If Michelle gonna have another eye surgery, you know, because she went through that horrific injury, then yeah, Carla works fine. 
I'll that make Carla is not good long term. I'll, I'll make her a cousin. Hillary. Her a, <laughs> I'm okay with a cousin. Make her a cousin of that family because I Carla was she did a bang up job. Car- no, Carla head. need to take her ass over to GX and be G account. That's what she needs to do. Yeah. 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 You know. I mean, the setup for Gia is there. They just need to do it. It's executed. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely get into that. Um, I actually watched now, my first episode of General Hospital today. So go ahead. Good. Hey, good for you, Chaz. I'm yes. proud of you. Um, yes. So let's now get into. Welcome to Good Storytelling. Hunter oh, my God. It's like night and day. It's like night thank and day. You, thank you for loving your life. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it only takes time. Rodrigo, how long did we preach this? Ooh, <laughs> panel. How yes. long have we been preaching about a DA? High five, twin. Time. High five. <laughs> High five. Yes, we got we, got we converted another one. Yes. Okay. Converted another one. <laughs> it's like getting souls for the devil. I'm telling you, but once you come, you ain't leaving. I'm All I'm saying. thinking about right now is Alan's poll that he just pulled up, put up about did you talk another family member into the vaccine? GH is the vaccine of soap operas right now. So if you talk somebody else into GH, there you go. <laughs> so anyway, before we get into GH, though, let's talk about Hunter King and Michael Mueller now. Um, so another fumble of the bag. Look, I'm just telling y'all right now, y'all can remove all these soap sites and soap opera digest, remove your question mark. It ain't a question. So, okay, I'll fight with folks all day. I'm like, they yeah. don't. We, we know they're gone. gone. We know they're gone. It was who was, who was questioning this? Oh, I straight up told y'all a month ago, but whatever. Today. Well, it's just a rumor. Well, no, just a rumor. well they're stupid because I straight up said. I straight up said they're gone, and I've been saying that they're gone. I'm like, no, our focus, the Skyle fans that actually pay attention, our focus is on getting them back. If the only exactly. reason why you let them go is because they wanted outs to be able to do other stuff, why is it that some people can get outs to do other activities, but others can't? Yes. And it's not always about money. Sometimes it's about, hey, can I go do this movie for a couple of weeks? It's not like y'all have me doing stuff anyway. Or I can pre-tape a whole bunch of scenes of us making out and kissing and doing whatever we do doing and then go do my stuff. Mm-hmm. The problem is Young and the Restless losing talent because they won't give them the outs that other shows will. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. That, that's, what they, that's how they lost Billy Miller. And you know, here's the thing though. <clears throat> Hunter has built up such a resume now. I mean, that yep. girl gets snatched up so fast every time she leaves the studio doors. You know, Michael um, is very hot and young, and he's a good actor. So, I mean, these are young, talented actors in a business where they're going to get snatched up very quickly. So, um, Alan, let's go to you first to talk about this. Um, What do you think of the whole Hunter King, Michael Mueller thing? I'm going to miss Michael Mueller because you guys know I loved him from day one. He was really only only Kyle that was actually really good. He fit the role. He was hot. He could act. He wasn't saying bad things on Twitter like Tarzan Kyle was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember that? Got, got his last five in the Flash. Yeah. And Hunter really came into the room. Hunter King kind of started out rough in like 2012-ish. But she eventually she came into her own role and started writing some of her better. And now people love her. Mm-hmm. Not really treat someone like an actual character, not some brat that's just mad at Phyllis for no reason. 
Oh God, yes. Yeah, Mal Young was wrong for that. that I couldn't because I couldn't stand Summer, but once they mm. figured out what to do with her, yeah, I, I love Summer now. I and now Summer's very Summer mature. Her. She's a businesswoman. She has aspirations. The character is very aspirational, which is why I love her now because she like. I feel like she has goals as a character that most characters on the canvas don't have anymore. And, you know, D, I know you were one of the first to point this out. It's called The Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about to be the middle-aged and the restless. The yeah, way it's about to be about the midlife it. crisis and the look, restless. Look, yeah, because even, even, even with the people around, there. you know, me and Alan's age, like Devon and them, they still ain't doing shit with them. I mean, nothing. I, I, Absolutely. Michelle Morgan have, is carrying that whole age group. Everybody. I have her. Michael. I have Michael and uh, Hunter's next job in my head already. So they want to. They want to go job. They want a job. They want outs. Do what they want to do. Even though this show has 175 cast members, Uncle Frank Valentini will gladly take those He's two. already circling the he's already <laughs> circling the parking lot. Because he's he's got a disguise on. He's got a Y and R crew hat on. He's sitting there he's sitting there with a sign across the street from Beverly Boulevard waiting for them to come out. You if you don't believe that he sitting there he's out with waiting. He had their parking lot. Right motherfucking there. I see Michael Theory. Miller either as a Dylan Quartermain or Morgan Corinthos. I see that. No, or, I'll take Dylan. Keep Morgan dead. Or I can see Ooh, some. Uh, what's his, What's her name? Uh, I forgot her, her name again. Hunter okay. King. Yeah. I can see her maybe. Mm, Serena Baldwin maybe. Or oh, Hunter uh, King about to be on somebody's pilot on CBS tonight she or would tomorrow. She be great as oh, okay. uh, Christina. <laughs> she, can, uh, she can do both. She did both. Christina before. Lucy's daughter. She can do both. Uh, not Lucy's yeah. daughter. Scotty's daughter. Scott, no, yeah. wait, Lucy's daughter. No, no, she no, was, Lucy's daughter. She too. Lucy's daughter. Yeah, I'm she could be one of them. <laughs> yeah, she was Lucy's daughter. Only reason Scotty adopted her because Lucy and Kevin wanted yeah, to Yeah, the C H Christina, not the because they don't want to show K Christina. Well, yeah. Yeah, that can, that'd be easy. Hundred man can yeah, be fucking possibilities. Logo. I mean, you don't have to. You wouldn't have to have. You know, this is messed up. They would exactly. Have this is this is just tragic. But. Look, you know what? Why not? This is a travesty, and I will say this: I generally try not to talk about this show in any negative fashion because there are certain people there to get real sensitive, and then want to be withholding interviews and stuff. I'm not going to say anything, but <laughs> all I'm saying is, I had to suffer through old man Kyle. I had. To to suffer through Tarzan Kyle. <laughs> I had to suffer through Taste the Rainbow Kyle. You finally got it right. You finally got Diane Jenkins' son. You finally got it right. I had to suffer through all of those miserable Kyles. And then you gonna go do this to somebody that knows how to act and looks good with his shirt off. And I mean, you're about to take all the sex out of Young and the Restless. So you're taking a young out of Young and the Restless. What the hell am I watching for? I'm like, I'm sorry. You can say whatever you want to say about that that hourglass show, but they believe in having eye candy that knows how to act for the most part. We we gonna forget about what's his face. Um, oh, we gonna leave old boy out of there. I'm gonna leave him out of there. I said I won't go drag him today. But I'm Dylan? saying you can sit. Nah, no, no, <laughs> no. Evan. Uh, next Evan. topic. <laughs> so I'm just saying. 
you can say what you want to say about Days of Our Lives. They believe in making sure that people are bumping skins and that they look real pretty doing it, and they, they know how to act. Young and the Restless is losing their talent. CBS in general is losing their talent. Look at what they did in Bald and the Beautiful. Look at how they bungled that bag over there. Everybody that leaves Bald and the Beautiful prospers. Every single one. And You're that's absolutely what's right. happening at Young and the Restless, too. I'm like, are you stupid? I don't want to say, we are you stupid, but are you stupid? You know, really the show's going to be called, gonna be called the be called the restless from now on. Man. I know I'm if they're going to take away the middle age and the restless. It's the middle age and the restless. And I the really need them. They need to, red R. That's the new logo. They, they need restless. to move some money around. But the thing about it is, they can. It's easy. This is something that's easily fixed. You can pay Michelle Morgan what she is worth, and you can write. You can write Hunter and Michael back in. They are popular characters. They hold their weight and carry mm. that storyline because Lord knows it was trash, but they made it work and they sold it. And you, you can let old lady Tara go to where she, you can let napkin go to wherever she going to. Whatever. I'm just, I'm waiting for that to be Theo's kid. That's all I need to happen. Cause I need to, this just needs to go. And, or if they're going to, I think they're just going to write them off like Kyle is going to go to Italy because there's no way Kyle is going to let Summer go. There's no, no, no way. He's probably going, he's going to follow. He's got to follow. Oh, he, he's he's going to go. There's he's, there's going to be a Jabot International, like there's a Forrester. Of course, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, there you already know, is because they did the merger with Ashley. So yeah, you go over there where Ashley why does, is. Why does everybody end up in Paris or South Africa on soaps? This is my question, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with it. Know, but the same way you wrote them out, you can bring them back. That's it's like, you yeah. know, I, I have to give him this. When Mal Young left, the show had a very good generational set. We had Lola, we had Finn, we had Anna, we had Devon. Elena was just getting introduced with a very interesting story. Um, we had Kyle, he reintroduced Summer. Granted, he didn't really figure out the Summer character quite yet, but I mean, he had a very healthy set of younger generations to complete the young of the young and the restless. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't writing for the young characters. Josh Griffith really isn't interested in them that much. Yeah, and Josh Griffith wrote them all out in three months. You know, the only people he kept were Elena and Kyle and Summer, and that was it. And Lola. And what is Elena doing? But then Not he back. Yeah, he put Elena and Lola so far on the back burner that it didn't even matter anymore if they were a part of the show or not, which is a shame because you had two amazing actors i you know mal young really did great casting um and it's so unfortunate because i have to say you know i love our vets i love our sharons i love our victorias i love our nicholases our nickies our victors but i do want to know what that next generation of the show is doing i gotta tell you i'm getting tired of you know sharon's age set having the affairs and the doppelgangers and the baby switches Enough of that. Those people are in their 40s now. You know, we soaps have forgotten, unless you're a Days of Our Lives or a GH, they've forgotten how to circle those storylines down to future generations. You know, the Summers and the Kyles and the Mariahs and Tessas should be dealing with the affairs, the doppelgangers, the baby switches, the large weddings, all of that. But they're not. And it's shameful. 
Well, if you think about if you think about how old some of these older characters were, where those things were happening, those things were happening when they were younger. If you think about exactly. um, Nikki and the and her marriage to Victor and stuff, a lot of this stuff was happening when they were in their twenties and stuff, right? So yeah. it, it makes total sense that all this drama should be surrounding with them with having the older sex that's adding to it. And the older sex obviously can have their storylines as well. Those are our vets, right? They're always gonna be there. But you yes. got to write for them. You gotta write for the entire cast from all the way from the teenagers all the way up to the 70 year olds, you know? You just and have you to do it. And you look at how Y and R used to do it, you know. Liz Foster had a story, you know, Liz's story was the hardworking mom who had her kids that lived at home, but then she had her daughter, Jill, who was scheming to get the mansion on the hill. And then, you know, a couple years down the line, Jill had uh, Philip, you know, who was involved in all the Chancellor estate stories, you know, he had to live with Nina and they had to figure out how to rough it without an inheritance. And then you know, that was passed down to the next generation and the next generation. And somewhere in, you know, when Lynn Marie came on the show, somewhere that stopped, you know, for a long time. And then, you know, we thought it might have been revived with like Daniel and Lily. And then mm -hmm. it stopped. And it's never really that wind our young set is suffering so much, even though. It's so easy because Bill Bell oh, yeah. got all of these characters pregnant and giving birth at just the right times. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, a, it's a shame before God that my Noah is not driving story. I adore Amen. Sharon. But like you said, God damn it, let Sharon's kids have something to do. Yes. <laughs> like, let the younger set have something to no do. Let them drive the story. Been. Yeah. And it's I mean, not like you don't have the talent. Let yeah. the kids can stay where they at. They age and too old. But like they can drink. <laughs> but like you said, Casey, they lost their younger set because from the moment Chris Khalil came on this damn show, they've always written look like she's older than what she is. Now Lily's fucking forty, and, Chris and has only thirty three. Twenty five year old so, children. Yes, it's just they, they've they've lost that. NGH too, because only couple of twenties they got on there is TJ and Molly, and we see Mac and Felicia more than we see them motherfuckers. Because <laughs> Mac and them are my age. So it's just like they, they you probably don't miss it as much. You don't mind it as much because it's a written better show. And you know, I get it. I get why it's written better. But yeah, yeah like Days is the only soap that has a group of twenty somethings and they're doing something with them. Like why not? I mean, been a, it's been what fifteen years or so since the global Jabot. I mean, they we may not. We may not like some yeah. of the stories, but the the twenties, the GH crowd. I mean, they 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 have Michael Willow, Chase, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. They got um, them motherfuckers are in their thirties. They ain't twenty. They, they, they're in their twenties. Some of them in their twenties. The only twenties. 20s, the only ones in their twenties are Molly and TJ. The rest of them are thirty and up. Christina's ass too. But you know, Shit. with Young and Restless, and I get it. And this was a problem for all soaps for a long time. It was an issue for All My Children. It was an issue for um, Days of Our Lives for a while because so many soaps were being canceled at such a rapid pace, and their budgets were getting slashed so much that soap writers started getting scared. Um, and so what they did is they became complacent for so many years at the detriment of those shows because they were only getting six-month renewals, year-long renewals, you know, uh, a year-and-a-half-long renewal, thinking, oh, you know, we have to really just tell 
tight stories to, so we can end the show really quickly. But now, you know, Y&R has lasted all this time without a young set, without a future in stories that they just kept writing all of the same recycled stuff for the set that's now too old for that recycled stuff to be happening. You know, I didn't understand. I was a huge Nikki and Jack fan. But did they need to get back together 10 years ago when Jack was in his 60s and Nikki was in her late 50s? No. But that's what soap operas did at that time in like the mid-2000s and stuff because they were worried that, oh, we have to wrap this up, so let's just tell the same stories we've been telling, ride ourselves into a rut, lose 2 million viewers every three years, and then be done with the shows. But now that's not happening, and now they don't know what to do, in my opinion. Yeah, I, it's it's very much as a show that's without direction. Yeah, it, it is. It, and it's not all Josh Wish's fault. No, it's not. Most no, of it is. Really most of it is because, goddammit, Ron was dealing with some bullshit over at ABC with One Life, and he still turned out a good show. I'll but, say 80% of it is him. Yeah, most of it is him, but all of it is, is CBS, too. How Correct. can you write long stories yeah. when anytime you submit some, you know, a storyline or a pitch, here comes these fucking network notes from Viacom. So it's just like, take that shit over to Hallmark. This is a fucking soap opera. Take that shit over to Pat Ross. Yeah. <laughs> like, we want to well, <laughs> Not Pat Robinson. You know, we don't want to be home range, on the range, goddammit. Yeah. We want a soap opera. Josh will probably pitch some decent stuff, but it's like, no, we're not going to do that. We don't want to offend any year olds in Wyoming. And the thing about it is, is that you can tell when it was like a storyline that was like, oh, this was going one way. Well, it's going another way now. You can tell immediately because it doesn't make sense when they go in a different direction. So... I could tell I could tell that CBS was handing him extensive network notes about four months in when um, Adam was on every single day and Lauren and Jack were having chemistry again and were having these long drawn out historical scenes. But all of a sudden those ended like three weeks in. So like you can tell, you know, executives think we're so stupid, but. If you watch these shows long enough, like we all have, then you know when network notes have come into a storyline. And I don't understand that. Why Why, why nix Jack and Lauren's career? Jack hasn't had a stable love interest in years. And I've never fucking liked Lauren with Michael. Fuck Michael. So I'm just like, <laughs> no, the only thing that saved Michael, Christian LeBlanc, is a good actor. But Michael as a character is a piece of shit. Kevin, he better beat his ass. If him sniffing and digging around with Ray gets cold, he put in jail. He's a bitch. And, Lord and that would have been so that. hot, too. And it would have made sense because they've been together before they've been there. And, you know, they've never been a long-term thing, but they've been a hot thing when they need to be. And so it would have been brilliant to have them go down that road again. No, Especially just since... It's time for Lauren to cheat. Lauren is doing yeah. it. Is. Lauren will oh, cheat on you in a minute, though. That's what she will do. Yeah, Lauren's always been bored. <laughs> yeah, already know. Yeah, already know the story. I want. I want Michael to cheat this time, but Michael. To, to, mm. What? She yeah. probably gonna <laughs> cheat with the grinder hookup. <laughs> you want Michael to cheat with Ray? Is that yeah, what you said? Something. That's the only way it's gonna be. That would be something. That would be something. <laughs> 
Now, I, I tweeted yeah. earlier the show needs something bold to happen, and that's something that I would want. The lesbians can't so. even hold hands, and you think, you know, Ray's going to bend Michael <laughs> over for a Friday tag. I'm say, just saying, though. Y'all see me looking at y'all like, are you serious? Look, Ray going <laughs> to give Michael the immunity to the thallium poison. He's going to squeeze out what's left of that cure and get him going. <laughs> I'm telling you, Michael, tell Ray that you like being Sharon's daddy all the time. How about you be mine, motherfucker? That's what I want to see. It's never going to happen. I'm just holding out for rage. Oh, no, we know, man. Because I'm like, let's go for something believable and plausible. But I always wanted Michael to cheat. I've always wanted Michael to cheat. I would want want Michael to cheat. That would be hilarious. I would have a field day. I really would. But he's always the cuck. They always have him playing the cuck. So I'm like, it's whatever. They really do. D, you're right. Yeah. Tracy, Tracy's due for a cheat. I mean, Tracy. I so wanted to and Tracy to cheat with each other. I'm like, Lauren's sworn enemy. I can see that. Lord, here we go. Here we come with this gay man fuckery. Here we Michael go. Trey, you know, Michael, Michael should be cheating with a Trey, not a Tracy. But anyway. Oh, yes, it needs to be Tracy. The closest we got to that was, was when Adam had his little one-off. With Ray. That with Ray? Ray. Yeah. That was the closest we down. ever got to that. And honey, you know, Ray, lot. you know he went downtown. <laughs> Ray was on his knees when Nikki came in, wasn't she? Wasn't oh, Lord, my poor Nikki. <laughs> Wait a minute. He was. Oh, my God. Yes, I just that. yes that was like, the Friday you know, tag. Why, Nikki. why do I need to do something like that? We need to make Soaps back being water cooler TV again. It's like. I just tweeted that earlier. Real quick, though, if somebody finds that clip, please tag me in it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody going to look for it. Yeah, like, somebody going to look for that and find it. We yes, need I need something. Town and Country Soap to look for that clip. It's <laughs> not the only person that can do water cooler TV still is Brad Bell when he <clears> wants to. Which like, we'll like, definitely get into that. I definitely oh, want to talk about that. Like, I have some when comments it came on to, that. To Maya's transgender story, even when but, they killed Allie off, the motherfucker sent fake spoilers. Somebody had posted, I'm a part of a um, classic Guiding Light group, and this older woman one day posted, um, a picture of Guiding Light from like the late 70s. And she said that it saddens her that, you know, this generation will never know what it's like to get sucked into a soap opera, whether it be nighttime or daytime. You know, that that pastime is gone. And, you know, that's so unfortunate because, I mean, soaps have always been, in my opinion, the best pastime, whether you were sick, whether you were working hard on a college course, whether you were pregnant with your first child. I mean, they've always been there for America. And, you know, Ellen Wheeler once said, um, oh, at the oh, I know, well, hold on. No, it's a good quote. She once said, you know, when Another World went off the air after 35 years, that, you know, it saddened her because Another World had chronicled American life for over three decades, and now that wasn't going to be there anymore. And, you know, same with these current soap operas. GH has been on the air almost 60 years. Y&R, almost 50 years. Bold and Beautiful, almost 40 years. Days of Our Lives, almost 60 years. And to see these shows not be as loved as they once were because they've made so many mistakes about the past 
10 to 15 years, um, some of them even going back to 20 years, you know, that's really sad. And, you know, we have these younger actors who are amazing, but the shows don't care about them. The younger actors almost get the treatment that the vets got 15 years ago, which is yeah, so because surprising. they're always expecting them to flee and go somewhere. So they don't want to put any time in them and invest in them anymore. Yeah. So why don't so you give are, them so, a reason so, to stay? Yeah, give them a reason to stay. Exactly. Give them a, give them a story. Give them the money because they're your draw. Michelle Morgan and Skyle are all you see tweeted about on the mm-hmm. YNR hashtag from yep. 1230 yep. to 130. Hate it or love it. Always. So yeah. what you're saying is I always see are... hashtag Skyle at Michelle Morgan. Cute dress, beautiful performance today. I mean, always. What you so what you say you want Brian Frost back on daytime? You want Brian? No, we did not say that. You boy, (laughs) Rodrigo, go sit somewhere in the corner. Shut your face. He'll get he'll get get rid of the old people before you want some twenties. You want people in their twenties? He'll get some twenties. Look, that's not what we said. That's not what we said. We're not trying to get rid of old people. Nobody asked for the kukui. Nobody asked for the kukui of daytime. Okay, no, we did not do that. And you know, Rodrigo, stop that. You know, somebody sent a message about that last week. We love old people. All the people are in baseball. Oh yeah, that man. Fuck that man. He kissed my ass with that message. You know what? We don't like old people. Positions that they need to be in. Where Jack is right now, it's perfect. He just needs a love interest. I like him being Paul Paul Jack. It's about damn time that Kyle gutted at somebody and got him pregnant. He needs to be Paul Paul Jack. Kyle probably got a whole plethora of kids out there we don't know about. <laughs> I love when Phyllis needs to be in that position too. Phyllis had that's, me that's too. With some of these vets, they still try to write them like it's 20 years ago. Victor um, is 80. He is not 55. I'm still waiting <laughs> for somebody. Victor told CBS. me, Eric Ray told me to tell oh, you, you know about to go fight somebody in the middle. I'm still waiting for nah. somebody to CBS to nah. tell Peter Bourbon to go kick rocks. We're bringing chemo back and a whole new family. Uh, some grandkids. That's what's needed. Lord, did you, all love you know what? Jack you know what? You be careful. <laughs> be careful what you wish for because we had Nikki and Victor out there being swingers. So I need y'all to, I need y'all to be Ooh. real careful. Oh, with y'all yeah. Oh, I'm that from my memory, Lord. Please. When Nikki used Listen. to say, "I thought all." I'm like Abby. Abby, fa- the family that 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 <laughs> shares together. God dog. Abby then went and got her back blown up. Oh God. And then she took a luminous lug of the both and Victor hunching the the cast of Another World from the nineties. Oh, that was a oh, mess. Oh, my Devin showing Jensen her bosoms all in his face. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. What are you I was doing? like, Lorna, well, yeah, get over there and help a, your mom get off the sauce. The that was a good concept, but the wrong company. <laughs> like, we don't yeah, it was yeah, no one wanted to see Victor Nikki being swingers. Yeah, if they had just cast a little bit differently. Yeah, it's just one of those things where we love our vets. But it's not 1991 anymore. They no. quit writing them like that. Nikki is not stripping at the colonnade with <laughs> like, next to Eric Braden and Brenda Epperson. And, and they may <laughs> like, do that. No, they may do that. It's the Bayou. Get her stripping place right. It was no, because she stripped in the colonnade. No, she Don't stripped in the colonnade. She stripped in the colonnade. She stripped in the colonnade. YouTube that. It was her jacket. It's still on YouTube. Oh, Victor. yeah. 
Yeah, that you was, right. Uh, you right. You right. You right. You absolutely right. With her hair all poofed out and a long poofed, black gloves and the diamonds. <laughs> because that's a huge problem. They don't want. They do this with all the male leads. They keep writing Victor like he's sixty. They keep writing Jack like he's forty. That's why they keep on throwing every thirty-year-old they cast in his face. Like I really like. I wanted them to explore that Mallory woman more, who was at Dina's care facility. I really liked that actress, and I she like and went on like two dates, and then they came back from COVID, and they dropped it. Yeah, they was really just like Jack needs to be with somebody age appropriate. Goddamn, quit throwing these little girls at him. They need to be hey, fucking Kyle. Jack, Jack is supposed to be with Sally Specter Senior, not Sally Specter. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he's supposed to be with Rose Deville. <laughs> oh my goodness, I miss I miss Sally so much. Darlene Connolly, damn, she's amazing. Okay. May she continue to rest in peace. Yes. Oh. Well, we've been talking about Wyandar for a whole hour. So. Lord have mercy. Yes. Let's, Let's move on. on. Let's move on, on. shall we? Um, <laughs> Lord, for the show y'all continue for the show y'all continue to drag. You sure do spend a whole lot of time talking about it. I mean, no, that's see, that's the people who say I've stopped on. watching. I'm like, really? Have you? Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's move on to uh, ABC's General Hospital. So GH is officially officially planning a Stuart Damon tribute episode uh, to um, to air in favor of the actor's passing. Um, Of course, the character of Alan Quartermain, if everybody will remember, was uh, killed off years ago under Jill Farron Phelps tenure. Uh, Tiggs, go ahead. But now they are officially going to plan a Stuart Damon tribute episode. Uh, so, Rodrigo, let's go to you on this first. What do you want to see for a Stuart Damon tribute episode? What do you expect to see out of that hour of TV? Clips. I expect to see clips, old clips. Voting um, beautiful uh, flashbacks. ABC, <laughs> I know you can dust up some clips. You can, you can afford some clips now. I know you can do that. Um, don't be chintzy. Come through. Right. Come no, through. don't be, yeah. Yeah, come through with some good shit. Uh, I expect the concept I want is either for Monica to remember Alan the anniversary or the anniversary of his death or something and that there's a gathering of the Quartermains together and friends and family just talking about Alan and then going through clips and stuff. You can do something simple like that. I would want Jane Elliott back for this tribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta be there. It's a requirement. Tracy can, Tracy can sneak back into town. I know she's on the run for what she did to Alexis, but uh, she can sneak right back into the game somewhere in the house so she, she and Monica can have a moment to talk about Alan. And just make it so, because the majority, a lot of the cast members that Stewart started off with are still on the show. Ken Schreiner, Jeannie Francis, uh, Jackie Zeman, and of course Leslie, and uh, yeah. the, the, the Gloria Monty graduates are still there um, on the show. So to put those people together just to talk about Alan or just maybe they're adult they're gonna name some, a wing after him at the hospital or something exactly some that. that would be something good something that doesn't have anything to do right. with Carly or Sonny they no. better that. fucking not no. I, no, God, not. I won't go around and tell them her goddamn self I'm gonna just take the day off right well, well she, she wasn't there I'm, for the Sean Donnelly tribute and well, that was just fine 
she didn't know Sean, but Alan fucking hated Carl. So she right. I mean, like, and Alan kept that same energy until oh, the day he died. Right. So I need, I need them to keep it in death the way they kept it in life and keep, keep her keep away. Her you don't need to see Carly saying something. Jason, of course. Jason is welcome because I, I always love the Jason and Alan dynamic, especially between Stewart and uh, Steve Burton. They always had great scenes together. Uh, I'll take a ghostly visit from Amber Tamblyn, maybe. <laughs> she can come back. As Emily, uh, something like, but I think, and I trust Chris and Dan, Dan and Chris, because their tribute tribute to Sean Donnelly was amazing. Um, The tribute to Nancy Lee Grand episode was amazing. So I am expecting good stuff with this tribute. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, they better pull out those clips. They can let the clips tell the whole damn story. Right. I'm trusting they'll do a good job. So, yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's not hard to, you know, do a tribute episode like that because something like that, honoring a Stuart Damon, should come so organically to your show. So, I mean, yeah, name a hospital wing after him, or, you know, maybe Monica's cleaning out the attic, comes across a photo album. Maybe it's the anniversary of their first wedding in 78. Or, you know, something like that. And then you just have a whole hour. And yeah, you know, get Amber Tamblyn back for a ghost appearance. Get Jane Elliott back. Um, you know, just get those people back that we love and that loved working with Stuart Damon. Um, Alan, what about you? Uh, from one Alan to another. <laughs> I want Jason to get his core main memories back. Because I think that would be such an interesting story to play. Have him hear all his memories about his father, and then it sparks something in him, start remembering his time as a quartermain. Because that's a beat they've never played. They've never, in over 20 years since that accident, they've never played anything about him having quartermain memories at all. I don't know if Steve Burton would want to play that, but fucking, they should do it anyway. I mean, I mean as, many head in, as many head injuries as Jason has had, they have never explored that right. other side but of his brain. They they've mentioned come close it, before, they, but they, they never do it. They've mentioned references to it like he still knows that medical stuff. Remember how when Nicholas got yes, shot up and right. he did that tracheotomy with that knife and that pin off in the parking lot? So, I mean, he does have access to some part of that. And then I thought they were going to do it. Remember with the last time Jason had that head injury when he had that little shard? Right. And Robin had to come save him as usual because that's what she does, my bitch. But... You know, I thought that maybe with his head injuries, it would go there. You would think that when he and Sam first started and he was having all of those head things when they were off in some off of his, yeah, Maui, some of his that it would happen then. Well, back. I mean, exactly. even like when Ava hit him by a car or when they did, well, Drew came. That was true. Car. <laughs> that was, um, that was but, true. you know, Thank he you. was. You know, he had all of his memories then to believe he was Jason and stuff. The only time um, they've done that is when they did that fantasy episode. Uh, that what if? One yes, I remember. Yeah. yeah. When they brought or even he was when on drugs. You know, they did the patient six stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know why they didn't play that beat when Steve Burton did come back as patient six, and you know he escaped. You know the clinic with Ava. Um, Ava, you know, when he had that fire chemistry with Ava that they didn't oh, explore. Oh, God, D, yes. Oh, we could have yeah, had They, they should have been there that when they integrated both of them. Like, Jason's 50. We know he ain't finna go back to be wearing <laughs> Christmas sweaters and Sears and shit. We know he ain't finna do none of that, but he can at least have his memories. 
he can have yeah, he doesn't need to be regressed back yeah. to Bill Cosby sweaters. He just needs yeah. to remember because for 25 years they haven't played that. So, I mean, it's ridiculous now that they haven't played such a thing. I loved Black Girl Jason. He was my favorite. <laughs> right. I loved Black Girl Jason. Like, he, he looked like he seasoned his food. I was very, oh, I liked well, it. Yes. it. was one of those scenes Yeah, they were so cute. Jason should have got his quarter main memories back at least around 97, 98. Ooh, I miss me like, it, it was To Ooh. me, it was never should have been a thing where it was just, this is Jason Morgan, this is it. That's bullshit. It should have never been that. He should have got his memories back once the damn. Well, he can get it back now because he's too old to be enforced, and I'm sorry. He should be my boss. He is too old to be enforced. Well, allegedly, allegedly, Burton refused to play anything that, because I know for a fact they did. They were going to do that. They were going to bring back the quarter main memory, but allegedly someone didn't want to play it. Because well, you know what? At this point in time, it's yeah. been proven but that, that Jason back could be replaced, day. and he could be replaced again or written the fuck out. Ain't nobody got time uh, to be playing these motherfucking high school games like it's 1998 no more. The best scenario, my idea was, the best way to have Jason Memory come back. He's in the middle of a shootout, and all of a sudden, the quarter main memory just come flooding back in the middle of him trying to be Jason Morgan, and he's just like, "What the fuck am I doing?" with this gun and like yeah they could have played that i still they they could still do it if done they right. can have him like he's at a shootout because you know they always shooting out and it's always behind a garbage bin he could hit his head on the garbage <laughs> bin, right and oh, yeah. then bam there you go well if you notice it's always spinelli or carly or J- jason or sam somebody had it behind a damn garbage bin that's well yeah because that's where they throw in all the real headshots of actual actors that don't have to audition in a parking lot Exactly. So, I mean, I just, I just, I know that this tribute, I trust Chris and Dan, Dan and Chris to come through with a very good tribute episode that honors Alan Quartermain and kind of undoes some of the damage that killing him off unnecessarily. It makes me angry to think that we could have had all of this time. All these years. All these years, all these storylines. They killed off all these quartermates, and for what? For nothing. Like, what purpose? And they need to, if they're going to have justice back, they need to have good OG justice back. I don't want any, mm, I don't want any (laughs) of those other ones. I want OG justice. The one that actually, believable justice. You know what? You no, know what? With the quarter main, they killed off justice. I'm saying, well, damn, what did he do? Yeah. They killed it. They because he had quarter main blood. It's all about killing off the quarter mains. That's what you do. Yeah, anybody who's connected to a quarter main. I mean, it, and which is so ridiculous because you know, sure you have the Hardys and you know the Webbers and stuff, but the quarter mains were the first real true family on that show. Um, because you know the other but families. They don't even show the Hardys. They don't even show exactly. the Hardys anymore. All well, the Hardys so are that gone. was so impactful to introduce finally a family after doing a workplace soap opera for a decade, you know, or fifteen years, and then you know the Hardys expanded, the Webbers expanded, and then you know towards the very very end of Wendy Reese's one run transitioning into Jill, they killed off everybody. And, you know, they did away with everybody. And 
you know, sure, we still had amazing years of GH left and amazing moments, but it just wasn't the same, you know, as having that huge Quartermain family, having that huge Hardy family, that huge Weber family. And then as Jill went on, you know, so did her path of destruction. It is like she mortally wounded that show. Just like the yeah. bitch did another world, just like the bitch did God in life. That's why I'm not watching that interview. I refuse. I, I did, and she did not at all. Lord, she was so, like, I plead the fist. She was I like, don't want to, oh, I don't want to hear no lies. She can just keep it real. I don't want to hear that. I'm like, you're not going to piss off my life trying I'm like, Maggie the What's the name of that person who was allowed? What's leave, the name of that set I burned down on the Younger Wrestlers? What was the name I'm of that just, set? Oh, that was... I just, I just... I'm like, you're going to sit here, you're going to decimate, and then you you don't even... You you take zero responsibility, yeah, and then you no, can't you even remember basic stuff. You, you, you know, know what you did. Look, I sound like Lauren Conrad. You know what you, <laughs> you did. Know what you <laughs> How the hell you don't remember nobody now? Lisa Brady. Renna. Oh, it's like, like when John Ingle died, and they had to kill off Edward. I'm like, this would be so much better if Alan was still in this motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I certainly trust Dan and Chris, Chris and Dan, like the rest of us. I mean, look at what we got for Sean, a character who had not been regularly on the show since 93. And And then they did did such a good job. Yeah. The groundwork. The flashbacks. And then then come out of nowhere. They started talking about Sean about six weeks before he actually got killed off. And it connected to a story of history. It just, you know, really didn't feel that out of the blue because it did connect to a historical beat with Anna. And so, and, you know, so I was like in there with the story of her wanting to get the files and then, you know, her getting that call, um, you know, her calling Tiffany and then Tiffany telling her the news. It was all so laid so fabulously. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I I, just, I trust. I just want to see Alan. I just want to see all the times that Alan was trying to kill Monica. Kill Monica. Oh, yeah. Keep it real. <laughs> they need to keep it real and show how many times he tried to, to off that he woman. I want to see them in the like nursery a, when the roof was collapsing and he pushed her out her, of the way. Trying to shoot her in the, on the dock. She was trying to kill yes. her. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Monica, and Alan, were the, Monica and Alan were the biggest sluts ever. I swear. Like, every time you turn around, one of them was cheating on the Two words, Susan Moore. <laughs> I mean, even he would have had a whole scenes, ass kid on those therapy <laughs> scenes. They would have beaten each other with those batons and shit. That shit was funny and shit. He used and to Alan. keep, Alan used to keep his hose in that little tiny house with like the two steps up to the bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. Well, hell, that, 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 that's where um, Willow at. Willow, the new hoe. Yeah, yeah, the thing is, she in the whole house. <laughs> right. She's the Susan Moore of the modern age. She is the Susan Moore, yes. Oh, and then, you know, I do want yeah. them to show the the one flashback that is a must for me, and I've talked about this hundreds of times because it's one of my favorite stories, was Monica's breast cancer story. They need to show the flashback where Monica... You know asked they're going to show that. Yes, show that. if he could you love a woman show with that. no breast. Yeah. Oh. You know they're going sh- you know to show that. That's like a prerequisite. Yeah, that's like them singing that stupid song at Thanksgiving. It's a requirement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we already gonna have a flashback. It's my house. I need that. I just need that. 
you know, if they just did a running gag of how many times that got said over the years, oh that, would be, whole, just that a, would be a whole show. A Thirty by second itself. montage. Ooh, need, <laughs> no, I'm just saying that would be a whole damn I need, show. I need a moment between uh, Leslie Weber and and Monica together, yes. just like about their time back in the day where with Rick, with and Rick Alan. and Alan and them used to run the show back then. It wasn't just Luke and Laura back in the day. It For those who Monica. didn't know, that was the first storyline to take the show to number one. Number one. I'll yeah. say it again. Oh, no. um, but let's get in. And how do I know that? Because I like old people. My mommy told me. Thank you. <laughs> so, oh, and I got to interview was, Denise Alexander. Like all the old people so far. I love old people. You know, you know what? And, and, okay, by the way. I'm I think they think we're like 19 years old or some shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say this because I told my mom. What happened? And she was like, why is he acting like 50 years old? What the fuck is wrong with him? She was like, there, she's like, I've listened to your trash podcast. I was like, thanks, mom. Oh, shit. She, Shout she's out. like, but she's <laughs> like, well, she listened to one and she was like, oh, I can't do this. She was like, you are an intelligent person. I really wish you would use words other than the ones that start with F. So, like, um, whatever. But she was just like, she's like, there's not, she's like, that she's like there's no ageism that goes on up in here she's like now that one dude does talk about killing people off or whatever she's like but it wasn't all of y'all she was like, she, she's like we know she's who like, she's talking about she's, she's like she's like it's not all of y'all and she's like in the things that y'all are saying are in the context of the storylines it's not like exactly. you're like death to all the old people but you know what i'm trying to what be i nice. literally I even... said to you guys was oh let's talk about the story Let's talk about the double Alzheimer's wins. Because that's what it fucking was. It that's was. literally oh. yeah, and, and we, we, you know, we were happy that they were dead because they were long-ass stories that didn't need to go on three fucking Yeah, and all Rodrigo <laughs> said about it was, oh, I'm happy Marla won because she retired. And this is like that's, that was the last run. That was she was done. That's a, that's that was a, it. That's a good retirement gift. Yeah, so we didn't say Marla should retire. Marla said I'm done. He retired. Yeah, Marla said I'm out. What you want me to do about Mar- it? Marla said, "Hell, she was this old oh, since God. the '80s." Like, or so I, I think for the, the record, we love old people. Can we move yes. on? Thanks. Mm-hmm. Forgot <laughs> even to love old people. I don't hate old people like that. If you got an AARP card, fuck. But we the rest of us love old people. I think Leslie Charlson should be on five days a week, so fuck off. (laughs) Now, speaking of Leslie Charlson, uh, Leslie did release a statement um, about two days after Stuart passed. Um, She said, uh, we had a wonderful relationship. I was his daytime wife, and he went home to Deidre, his forever wife, and we all had a wonderful relationship. He was not only a good actor, but as he was taller than me, I could just rest my head on his chest. That was nice. I'd lean up against him and say, I could just take a nap right here. She also continued to say, just this morning, I spoke with his son, Christopher, and was extremely close, who was extremely close to Stuart and his daughter, Jennifer, and his grandson, Alexander. They're all really sad. We're all sad. We learned from each other. We worked with each other. And we had fun with each other. What else can you ask for? 
She also talked about the breast cancer storyline and said, we showed that breast cancer affects the husband too. That was important. We both learned a hell of a lot during that time. I became involved with the Susan G. Komen Foundation. We got letters that said, thank you. I am the husband of a cancer patient and I want to thank you. I didn't know this. We tried to give viewers uh, the most honest uh, depiction of what it was like to be a breast cancer survivor or victim. She finally ended it by saying, I think everyone who was involved with that story, that's when Stuart and I really sat down and decided we'd be as honest as we possibly could because this was real life. So Rodrigo, upon hearing and even reading Leslie's statement, uh, what do you think of what Leslie had to say? That was a statement I was waiting for. I was waiting for Leslie Charleston to say something. That really touched me just because, as everyone knows, I've been watching GH since 1992. And Alan and Monica were that couple that struck me the most. Like, I was drawn to them. And I'm, uh, this is 11, I'm only 11 years old at the time watching. And I love the old people because I love the older characters on there. And those two were just that couple. And I didn't know the history before that. So when I learned about, ooh, the type of the shenanigans Alan and Monica were getting into <laughs> back in the 80s and the 70s, I was like, oh, and they're still married? How the fuck is this possible? <laughs> but uh, that was the beauty of it, just learning from it. But, like, I just love Leslie Charleston. I love seeing her on screen. I'm so happy the show never did it. Like, try to even try to kill off Monica or do any type of bullshit because she's one of the last few hearts and souls of that show that people recognize her right away. People know who Monica is. People know if you see Monica, you want to ask about Alan. Mm-hmm. It was, that's what it was. Um, so I'm just looking forward yep. to when they do the tribute. I know she's going to kill it. Um... And that's what I'm looking forward to the most. But Leslie's, her words were beautiful because uh, you just felt them. It's like someone you've worked with for over for 30 years and and then they're gone. And like, it's, I'm sure it's hard on her just because they had a great working relationship and in real life and on the show. And uh, I just love to hear it. So I'm, yes. I can't wait for this the tribute i don't know when they're gonna air this but hopefully it's gonna be soon sooner rather than later but we'll see definitely um takes i saw you get a little misty-eyed what did you think of leslie's statement oh some was in my eye i wasn't misty-eyed but oh lord <laughs> lies you tell there's our old people tig said fuck leslie Charles. <laughs> he was crying so i guess somebody yeah. cutting onions huh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said I mean, it's like, just allergies. Like everybody, I was waiting on Leslie to say something. I'm so, I'm, and I love Jeannie saying something. Mm-hmm. You know, Fanola saying something. All the vets <clears throat> saying something. Yeah. Um, I'm ready for the tribute. It, it can end like September. Take your time. Don't fuck it up. I rather that they take their time. Don't rush it and give me nothing sloppy. Take time like they did with Sean. You can wait a couple of months because they already shoot what? Yeah, we might not get until October because I, I, I forgot that I July think just GH is like six, six weeks ahead. Yeah, yeah so yeah, we're probably not going to get anything about Allen for maybe mid September, which is fine. 
Fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just uh, I'd rather you take your time and do it right. Yep. Um, Baby, you can do it. Take your time. I, 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 I can't that, afford that. That music. song clicked in my head as soon as I. Saw <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I want them to do it right. I wish we could have had Alan last fifteen years. Definitely. Um. Yeah. Yeah, Jane Elliott got to come back. I would love Amber Tamblyn. She ain't even got to come back and say nothing. She can just have on a pretty white gown and just come up behind Lily Charles and just put her head on her. Where do all the quarter mains go? Up the stairs. That's where they all go. I don't want her to do that. (laughs) No, it's true. Think every quarter main go up the stairs. Look, and if you're pregnant, you're going to tumble down. Did Lila go up the stairs? (laughs) Going up the stairs? Did Lila go up the stairs? I'd love Sean Kane. She went up the stairs, but she came and got him. <laughs> I I love I would love all Monica's all Monica's ghostly kids to come. All back my and, children. Uh, all her. <laughs> well, goddamn it! Well, Dawn can't come back. Damn it! She she running crimson lights and chasing. <laughs> right. <laughs> this that is very she over there in Genoa City running crimson lights. Mm. <laughs> no, she can't be doing that. Look, Monica can't get Dawn. Story, she's gonna Technically, find out they <laughs> Right, that's the oh, new story. You're like, uh, someone's been alive all this time <laughs> for 25 years. How is that possible? I thought Don looked like Monica Potter for a second. Anyway, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely, I think we're all so looking forward to that tribute. Um, let's talk some daytime ratings before we get into the news of a co host switch on the view. Um, <laughs> So, of course, the this is the ratings report for the final full week of June. Um, so, in total viewers, General Hospital reigns supreme. It attracted its largest audience since the week of April 13th through the 17th of last year. Okay. Meanwhile, Days of Our Lives hit a new series low, only attracting 1.489 million, and tied its women 18 to 49 low. The talk remained daytime's least watch program, dipping under 1 million viewers and households and only attracting 1.2 million viewers overall. The biggest surprise, though, came when The Young and the Restless overthrew The Price is Right in uh, all demographics, <laughs> women 25 to 54 and women 18 to 59. I don't even Her understand course, that. It's been a battle. <laughs> It's been a battle with the daytime shows over at ABC, but General Hospital finally overthrew the view in uh, total viewers, households, and uh, both demographics of 25 to 54 and 18 to 49. As they should. As they should. And finally... My shows be prospering, baby. So it was really (laughs) roaring back week for the soaps for the final week of June. So, D, let's go to you. Um, what did you like the most out of this latest ratings report? <laughs> How your face cracked when you read about Young the Restless. I told you. Um, style, baby. The power of style and <laughs> Michelle Morgan. Let's keep it, mm-hmm. let's keep it 100. Um, I don't know what's going on in days. I know, I don't, I'm honestly, I don't know anybody that watches days live. Everybody I know is watching it on NBC. They're like, oh wait, we get same day on Peacock. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't really pay attention to days ratings. 
they need to tighten up some storylines and get rid of some just all together. It has been very concerning lately, though, because you have the other three soaps surging in viewership and Days continuously tanks. So what do you think is but the, the messed up thing is part of the problem is Days is competing against Young and the Restless in most of their markets. Yeah. Yeah, they so, are. I think I know in the Eastern I mean, markets it, for sure. It's happening in most of the markets other than Texas. So like Yeah, and here too. Like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like they in, never they're, com- they're 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 yeah. they're competing in the mountain markets. They're competing in the mm-hmm. Pacific markets. They're just com- it's it's rough. But I I don't really care about ratings. I want to see your streams. Yeah, because, like, yeah, like like Didi has said before, the streams saved days and got them that two year renewal. There's a reason why it's getting put on Peacock because Peacock over there struggling. So they like, you want to see some Sammy and Marlena? Come on over here, real quick. Well, and, you know, we see, you know, Days of Our Lives, and that's a good point you both brought up, because Days is now going to be exclusively only on Peacock. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to save that. They're going to say that out. Yeah, they're going to try to get them eyeballs used to Because I used to watch it on the NBC app, you know. like I did, too, yeah. I I haven't watched. Other than the summertime when I'm off from work, I never Mm -hmm. watch Days live yeah. i don't record it i watch it online and i right. most people that i know do it the same way because everybody got jobs but i really want to see streams for all of these shows they ratings tell one half i want to see how many people are click click and logging in and yeah, streaming i'm pretty sure they right. just kicking ass because when you think about it yeah they say a little bit about bold and wine are with paramount plus I will say the only show that doesn't matter when it comes to streaming numbers is GH because you can't use that ABC app worth a damn. Um, No, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. That's how I watch them. I watch them the first time. That's how I watch Grey's Anatomy too. If I'm going to watch an ABC show, it's going to be through Hulu. Um, But you know, interesting. I can't can't watch live no more because. They scheduling these damn meetings during my GH time, so I, I have to watch it. <laughs> but what's amazing to me, though, Hulu. is for soap ratings, you know, what truly is the amazing feat is that they can attract this many eyeballs still because their ratings are only live plus same-day DVR viewership. And so the fact that B&B is still attracting two and a half million people in one day here in the U.S. is pretty remarkable, in my opinion. Y'all be acting like my shows just be straight up sucking. All the people is actually not that bad. They got better ratings than those damn CW shows. No, but you know what I'm saying? You know, the fact that Wind R can still do, you know, 3.2 million in one day, you know, just... From the people who watch it from Daytime has better better ratings than a lot of the shows that come on at night. Like Daytime gets a Mm -hmm. Daytime gets a bad rap. It does. They really do. I talked about that earlier. Have you seen those CW ratings? Honey, ain't nobody watching the CW. I'm the only one watching the CW. No, I watch the CW Casey. I watch the CW too. Well, good. other people. Yeah, no, because you know it was most of CW stuff is streaming. Let's keep it real. Most people, mm. most people that watch the CW are between the ages of eighteen and thirty-five, and they stream that stuff. So, like, and most people don't watch live because Mm-mm. they don't want to deal with commercials. Right. So, yeah, CW yeah. finds itself very fortunate for Netflix deals, you know, that go overseas, and that's how the network continues to survive. Because, I mean, if they didn't have a Netflix deal, every show on their lineup would be canceled. 
Most people, most people that watch the CW stream, I'm not talking yeah. like watching on Netflix. I'm talking yeah. people in the United States. Yeah. If they watch it, you can watch it. And CW puts out the episodes at midnight. So yeah. you can literally, if you're sitting up anyway, you can watch it at midnight. So yeah, they, they know what their bread and butter is. And then then you got the DC then, crazy people like Alan. They're gonna watch them goddamn shows. We watch like I watch just about <laughs> most, I watch more CW than I watch any network at all. I don't watch nighttime TV hardly at all. You have to be a really good show. Yeah, but I will watch the CW shows because you know some crazy TV. stuff is gonna pop off. So, like I said, the same thing for daytime. I need to see what the streaming numbers look like at night because these shows are staying on the air. So somebody obviously watching them. People still care about soap operas, especially when it comes to like GH and dates. Like them motherfuckers on the GH hashtag are nuts. <laughs> so we sure like, we sure are, baby. Like, we sure are. Like, out of all my tweets, I, I have people tell me all the time, let me go a couple of days without you tweeting GH. Tiggs, are you okay? Why aren't you tweeting GH? So it's just like, you know, or so I have people like Well, you look at BMB, you know. B&B was the quickest soap to regain the audience that decided not to watch the reruns. You know, B&B's audience, because it's only a half-hour show, and because Brad can pull something shocking out of his hat very quickly, you know, it's a, their weeks. audience is very forgiving. And, mm -hmm. you know, same with The Young and the Restless. Yes, Wyandar has lost a shit ton of viewers, but the viewers that are still there, you know, are going to watch it we every day. Loyal. Have it. Yeah, we are loyal. You know, Y and R viewers have been watching that show for thirty years. Yeah, that's that lunchtime soap. That's that's the lunchtime soap. Yeah, that's why I watch it. It comes on during sixth grade lunch. Why and R the number one watched break room soap up. You, you go to any break room in the hospital, you go to any waiting room somewhere. Any dentist office. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's a soap opera. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to be on CBS. It's yeah. going to be on CBS. You already know. And she Trust came to me, me the like, other they, day they and love she said, soap. I saw Victor Newman. I and deal I'm with like, old yeah. people all the time and that's all I mostly hear. Is, oh, girl, I'm watching days. Can you call me back? And it's one of those shows <laughs> you can stop watching for like 10 years, and when you turn it back on, you're still going to you see can pick it up you're rather quickly. Victor. You're still going to see Jack, yep. you're still going to see Ashes. The characters that no, maybe not actually. It's like it's like it's like days of our lives. You know, you're going to see John, Marlena, Patch, and Caleb, well, depending on. Well, patch depending on what the contract negotiations look like. But before you knew you were going to see hope up until you know contract negotiations. But and I'm just saying, there's it's the same thing with Jax. You know you're going to see you're going to see Monica, you're going to see Laura, Monica, you're going to see and you're going to see Elizabeth Weber. Goddamn it! So okay. But yeah, like, 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 like Didi said, like for days, like there are so many people that watch days on their commute to work. Or, or, or their commute home every day. Like some people that that you know live in Jersey but work in New York, they need something to watch. But let me go see what the hell Sammy doing. You know, shit like that. I mean, like, I listen to I listen to Bowling Bowling the Beautiful is playing in my car as I'm driving to work. I don't have to look at it, look at it. Later on, I'll go back and look at it, but I listen to it while I'm in traffic. I, I swear to so, God, CBS they was ahead of their time back when As the World Turns and Godlike was on. They had them podcast episodes. They was ahead of their time. They really were. 
they really were with just CBS didn't want to invest in it. But they was ahead of I was going to say ahead of their time, and now look where those shows are at. <laughs> because yeah, because the networks were fucking stupid and out of touch. We pray for those ratings. <laughs> because, because now look, everybody got a goddamn podcast. We got a motherfucking podcast. Allegedly, no, I'm playing. <laughs> like that was CBS fumbling the bag and not wanting to come into the 21st century. Now look at. Hey, let's move this. Anyway. Yeah, I think the Guiding that Light podcast that launched in like 2006. <laughs> I mean, the only podcast that were around at that time was Daytime Confidential. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was, it was, yeah, it was right. the late 2000s. And everybody was just mm-hmm. looking all crazy. Podcast, what's a podcast? Now, look, <laughs> what's a podcast? Okay, my dad's grandmother got a podcast. Paranormal activity with Grams. Tiggs, I cannot with what's you. What's this with dad today? Hey, Edith, what you going on? What's going on? Edith. Shut up, dude. All righty. Well, let's get in. Um, You know, we talked a little bit about Days of Our Lives. Well, let's talk about former Days of Our Lives star and multi-soap star, Chriselle Stouts. Uh, Chriselle is releasing a memoir. Uh, So, Dee, let's go to you on this. Are you going to pick up a copy (laughs) of Chriselle? Thank you.